All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws Podcast, with your hosts, Terry Nasty Sotomayor and former Philadelphia Flyer Enforcer Riley Cote, as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? Well, there's a lot going on, Rich. <laughs> it's been a day. Uh, not much, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good. You missed another men's league game, and it's starting to get old. Not going to uh, lie. I forgot about the, mentioning that to you before we got started here. But, buddy, you got to come to some games. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, I'm trying. I'm working. No, you're not working. Yeah, I'm trying to. Buddy, I understand a 940 game. I get it. But, dude, we got a 5 o'clock game. Like, it's not date night every night. Like, we need you on the team. We're we're, oh, we're 1 and 2. Not bad. It's not great. 33.3. Natty Ice standings, <laughs> standards is higher than that, and you should understand well, that. I understand. It's no, a little slow do start. You? Slow start. You haven't even started. <laughs> yes, in the chopper and bring me in. Good chopper. Here we go. <laughs> Luckily, we found a way to win a game the other day. Nah, you're on your game. No, not really. Contribute? Three apples. Oh, not bad. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> not bad. Yeah. We're going to go to the live bar and see what they look like. <laughs> a couple of them are not bad. Yeah? Just you and I today, Nast. I know. Just you and I. Schedules. Pretty excited about that. I'm excited, too. Schedules kind of screw things up sometimes when they get changed, but we'll battle. We'll battle we'll through battle it. battle through it. 
and battle through the, the elements <laughs> that you used to drive like to stuff someone in the back of that fucking thing <laughs> you remember that boys I wish you would have seen this thing oh you forgot about it didn't you I forgot about that. it was like a six month experiment yeah it was it only lasted six months it was a great tailgating experiment oh though, too. my god it was good for that it was, it was good for that the oh boy I haven't thought about that for a long time. <laughs> just <laughs> popped in my head, man. So for free listeners out there, yeah. Nash is talking about the Honda Element that I <laughs> somehow landed up uh How inheriting. did you end up with that thing? I don't, I don't even know. remember. I don't even know. It was uh. a poor decision, but great. <laughs> poor decision. Great, oh, great man. tailgating unit. Yeah, it was good for that, but we battling the elements today. <laughs> yeah. is what we're trying to say, going through the emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as Killer Kaminsky, our buddy, would say, "You guys are just going through the emotions out there." Oh, yeah. That's what he used to tell his team. Yeah, I used to good. laugh, but um, Flyers. Since last week, since we had our buddy Frank on talking about the trade deadline, which is a week away, um, Flyers lost. Both games over the weekend. Saturday's game probably deserved better. Two-one uh, loss. Some guys had some really good looks. Yeah. Um. Just could just couldn't finish, but it happens, man. It, that happens sometimes. But the next day in Pittsburgh, that's a tough one. You score six and you don't win. Um. Cal Peterson had a tough day that day. I'm sure he would be the first to say it. It's yep. you know you hate to see a guy. Uh, just have one of those days. He's not. He hadn't had a lot of games. I think he was two and one going into that. So um, you like to win if you score six. And yeah, to be I honest, know. Jari lets six goals in on twenty two shots. I know. I mean, he wasn't much better. Kind of reminded me of 2012's playoff series with Pittsburgh, where mm-hmm. I mean, every shot seemed like to go in the net. But um, anyway, it's a tough loss. Um, but you come back in a big, big win um, Tuesday night over Tampa. Yeah, you know. Um, you end up being 6-2, a couple empty net goals, but Bobby Brink gets called back up, scores yep. on his first shift. I know, right? Remember me? Yeah. Um, but uh, that was nice to see, and, and Forrester's really, man, I'm really telling you hot, what, yeah. man. He looks confident. He does. The way he's he does. You know, he, he's creating sco- out there. He yeah. seems like he's just creating more. Just just the confidence levels through the roof. I guess you can't really explain it any other way. Yeah, he definitely is. You know, he made the move, pulled the puck through his legs, and yeah. ends up probably a goal. You know, you don't want to go in. It wasn't like the greatest shot, but it doesn't matter. It yeah, went in. It was right. a great move, a confident move, like you said, yeah. and, and that's how he's playing. So um, that's good to see. Uh, big game for him tonight down in Washington. So hopefully get another dub. Yeah. Get a little streak going here. Yeah, we got to bring up. I know we had it on the on the docket uh, talking about uh, big Matt Rempe yeah. uh, in, in, uh, in New York, but uh, that Tilly on Saturday. <laughs> Pretty good Nick tilt. Delorier. Yes. What an epic tilt, first of all. I mean You talk about that that's that's old school. That's that's going toe to toe, both yeah. guys. We'll get into that in a few minutes, like you said. But yeah, great tilt. Building was pretty fired up. I mean, yeah. not many people sitting down when when fights happen anyway, but when it's like that, man, it's entertaining. Yeah. When's the last time you seen a fight like that? Well, the next day I saw that. but you're right uh they don't seem to happen as much anymore like that and for good reason yeah <laughs> Kid punched in the face you know you can attest to that you used to go toe-to-toe like that um yeah hell hell yeah. of a pretty good atmosphere in there it's 
lot of Ranger fans, but that's just it's yeah. always that way. But the Flyers, I thought they they played hard. They, like I said, I think they deserved a little better. Yeah, but you know it happens. Rangers are a pretty damn yeah, they're good a good team. team. Yeah, man. exactly. They're well set up. They're 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 a good team. They're going to be tough to knock off. Yeah, I agree. The East here, but uh, anyway, we had Frank on last week. Big trade happened. Pretty solid trade. Did you know about the trade? Oh, I, I knew about the trade. <laughs> I'm not sure I can explain you the, yeah. the, well, the depth of the trade. I but. could try. Baller could probably do it better. But Chris Tanev was in Calgary. He was traded. It was a three-team deal. He's traded eventually to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, New Jersey Devils was the other team involved. They actually get a, a fourth-round pick, and they did keep 50% of the remaining salary on Tanev's deal. Um also, Dallas, or uh, sorry, also Calgary received. Am I saying this right, baller? Artem Grishnikov. Well, you don't do that. Yeah, he's giving me a thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> um, a prospect and a conditional third round pick, which will land for them if they make the Stanley Cup Finals. If mm-hmm. Dallas makes the Stanley Cup Finals, they will um, end up get Calgary will get that third round pick. Yeah. in twenty twenty six. So pretty creative trade pretty wild how they do that yeah. it's almost like sometimes i get confused of why a team would want to take on a guy's salary when you didn't get anything you got a fourth round pick but you're the devils you want to make the playoffs. could you use that space to make a deal i don't know um it seems like the trade the trade for markstrom you know, going to the Devils doesn't seem like it's going to pan out or work. Yeah. Um, and I think Frank kind of said that last week, but they, I think they need a goalie mm-hmm. in New Jersey. I agree. Um, but I guess we'll see. We yeah. Week. Is, is there, is there some sort of like future strategy around taking on someone's money like that? Like doing someone a favor or <sighs> maybe teeing up something in yeah. the off season? Or? That's, that's a good, that's a good question. I don't actually. Know maybe some of these side deals. Is, I don't understand that. I know Arizona takes these contracts on to get to the floor, right? right? Get to the floor. Yeah. Um, but which is a whole other animal in itself. I don't <laughs> understand that either, but, um, or I understand it, but I don't, why don't you just try to get some players there? Well, I understand yeah. the building you're playing, and I get all that. Yeah. But anyway, you don't generate enough enough revenue to pay more well, than that's the floor. A good, basically, yeah. So just got to get to the floor just to survive. I really like when I would get to go to Arizona. I just oh, think it's, it's a great spot. It's a good spot, and they've got a team that plays really hard too. There, you got to give them credit. But anyway, yeah. you think the Flames got enough for Tanev? I mean, second in a kind of a meh prospect. This guy's considered. Between him and Walker, probably the best D-man on the market. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Baller. I don't know what, what people thought they were going to – or what other teams maybe had offered, but maybe they didn't get anything better. I, that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Right? Like that for, If there would have been a better offer, they would have taken yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like they probably would have taken it. I mean, obviously, if you're if you're Tanev, you want to go to Dallas. They're probably the best team in the West, one of the best anyway. Um that's a place he probably is happy to go oh, to. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, a, chance, a real chance to win the Stanley Cup. Yep. Um, but that's a great point, Paul. Maybe that's all they got. Maybe yeah. That's all they were offered, or the best offer that they got, I should say. Oh, sounds like it would have been, right? Yeah. I mean, why else would you trade him? That's it. Unless yeah. maybe they know something about Artem. Yeah. The prospect. You got some scoops. But. That's a great question, though, Baller. That should have been a clear question, Baller. Yeah. <laughs> you should have dialed that one in. Um, <laughs> Back to your boy, Matt Rempe. 
this guy's fight card's not bad for his first, what, Jeez. six games. You know, obviously we talked about the Matt Martin, and then we just kind of spoke about D'Lo, uh, his fight with uh, Nick Delorier on Saturday. Um, then he turns around and then Columbus and fights Olivier. Yeah. And, I mean, I hate to – oh, he got his ass kicked. He got punched in the he face a lot. He yeah. got tagged. But that kid stood in there and threw him and took those punches and landed some. But, man – you talk about your first week and a half in the league. It's busy, busy, yeah. busy, and you know, I was as I was watching the fights. I I watched them all a bunch of times. I I was I wanted to ask you about this because, like, he's six eight, and he's just going toe to toe, and he's taking the punches. He's tough, obviously, because mm-hmm. you get punched in the face like that. Especially Olivier. The Olivier fight was yeah was where he got tagged about seven eight good ones. Yep. Don't you think maybe like. Someone steps in to try to help him with that reach. I know you talked a little bit about uh, the boogeyman back in the day. God rest his soul. But mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts on that with his height? Yeah, I mean, to what you're saying, I think a uh, guy that big has to use his reach a little more, right? I mean, he, that's one of his biggest advantages is his reach. So I think he's getting caught up into fighting other guys' fights a little bit. Love, love the... Uh, you know, the energy and the fearlessness and all that he's bringing. But I think if he's going to be able to sustain this run and not get hit as much, for a guy that size, you should definitely be using that reach and right. getting guys strung out and fighting that fight. Because, um, again, I mean, it's 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 one thing to get hit a lot early on, you know, and in in say in your, in your pro career, but then it's going to wear on you. Right, If you're getting right. tagged that much, I know. Like, you know, yeah, it wears yeah. on you. Um, but I was the guy like, you know, trying to get inside a guy like that. Right. And make him fight my fight. And, you know, I think his job should be to get me the hell out and string me out and, you know, and try and pop me with bombs. But, um, but nonetheless, love his enthusiasm and his relentlessness. And, you know, again, four fights in six games, he's doing exactly what he needs to do to get noticed. I mean, there's been a ripple across the NHL. I mean, I think that fight against Delorier was shown on every national. Yeah. Not even just sports network, but like, but every news station across yeah. the U.S. Pro- and Canada probably because yeah, you don't sure. see that anymore. Uh, I think it's re-energized, you know, the physical part of hockey to some degree, right? There's still yeah. room for a guy like that. I mean, he, he obviously skates well enough, and the, the Rangers are a pretty solid team for them yeah. to call him up and give him an honest chance like right. that. I mean, he must be doing something right in the minors, but. I think he just needs to get more reps. I mean, he's got a lot of reps in early here, but I don't think he fought a ton in the minors, and I don't think he's fought a ton in his in his in his career. Honestly, right. I mean, he's probably such a big guy. Who the hell wants to fight him? Um, but I think as he gets more reps, and you know, probably you know, find that that coach or someone to just kind of help him understand yeah. that a little more. Right, he could be really dangerous. Because again, you mentioned Bugard. Like when I played. Junior hockey against Derek Bugard, <clears throat> guy was six eight. You know, I think he's probably floating around two thirty, two forty at that time. Right. He didn't know how to use his size yet. He was still a gamer and still fighting everybody. It wasn't until he turned pro and started to learn how to be dangerous yeah. and use his reach and string guys out that he really well, he became the boogeyman. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so I think this guy's a better player. Right. And he's equally as hungry. Right. So if you just learn that technique to be even more, you know, feared. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know. I mean, it's he might it's float crazy. around for the next ten years and collect some decent decent cake. Yeah, I mean he's he's definitely. It's funny because you know after that fight with Martin, well, D'Lo talked to him at the center ice. You yeah. know, I baller 
may have posted that. Um, you know, he's leaned over talking to him respectfully. Yeah. You know, hey kid, you know, let's go. And then Olivier the next time, like he's he's opening guys' eyes now. They're going into Toronto yeah. Saturday. That'll be very interesting to see if Reeves is in the lineup and if, you know, hopefully Rempe is. Because, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I hope they are and I hope they go. Because <laughs> I would both. love to see it. Um, I, I, think, I think if they put Rempe in, Maple Leafs have to they put Reeves in. They, they have it, to. it would be foolish if they didn't. They have to. And, and um, along with the fights, too. Rippe's playing physical. He got he got tossed out of a game in New Jersey last yeah. week, and it, like it was a clean hit. And it, the league there's zero discipline, and I was kind of shocked. I, yes, it's a headshot, but it's not a targeted headshot. I feel like Baston put himself in that position for yeah. one, and kid six eight, six eight. Yeah, like, what do you expect? I mean, you're gonna say, "Well, you're six eight. You're not allowed to hit people." Well, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, yeah. and and our, our good buddy Jay Rosehill, I saw a little clip of him yesterday. I was I was dying, um, him talking about that whole thing. Ripping on Bastion a little yeah, bit. And he, yeah, he he was fine. He laid her a little yeah, on the ice. He's embellishing he gets up, a little bit, and then Truba crushed him yeah right after that yeah. but uh, we may have even talked about that last week a little bit but anyway kind of looking forward to tomorrow night and seeing if uh him and reeves get to go um be now does lavi as a coach say hey don't worry about that like just play because i know lavi likes tough guys yeah no he does i mean i think going to toronto what's he gonna say don't fight don't, him? i mean yeah, that's exactly. like you know he's it's one of those things like he knows what Matt's trying to do right. He's trying to make a name for himself and get right. them some street credit early. How could he not think about going into Toronto and fighting Ryan Reeves? Well, right. Sure I mean, it's like it. I mean, I mean, I'm sure anybody that has any bit of understanding of the fighters left in the league right. is looking at that Saturday yeah. night game and 100%. circle it on their calendars, expecting the heavyweight bout of the year. You know, but yeah. uh, we'll I, see. I remember. Uh, you in the summer when you used to spar and do all that shit, you know, the karate and the, and you were like, Greco Roman yeah, wrestling. Yeah, know, I'm gonna, dirty boxing. I'm gonna be smarter when I'm fighting. You're telling me, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So your first Tilly toe to toe, swinging fucking balls of walk. I remember after I'm like, I thought you were gonna like try to like protect yourself. Nah, I just had to get in there. No, I was just talking my chin a little more. Just talking the chin a little more. We're just that's about it. This is about as smart as I got fighting. Yeah, but it worked. It worked. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny, but kind of talking about. I wish I'd have been smarter, but maybe my next life. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if you get to Tilly and Men's League, you'll you'll do. You know, yeah, it'll be you know. nice and strategic <laughs> you with my string guys. You got long arms anyway. <clears throat> I, got um, a, I got a question for you, Riggs. Like seeing. Some of the shots this guy's taken, so many in such a short period of time. Do you think he has to like tone it back a little bit, or is it more just actually defending himself in the fight? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I think it's. Um, well, I don't think is he needs to tone it back. I think it's to what we're talking about, just defending himself a little bit more. It's just being a little more strategic with. Uh, the punching and the receiving, right? I mean, it's like he, he received. He, quite he's a few receiving there, a little yeah. bit more. He's absorbing a little more than he should be at this point. But I get it. Like he's hungry and he's coming in. And really, I'm not sure how much of a game plan he has besides just bringing the heart and the hunger. Um, but I think over time he's gonna be forced to be a little smarter. You know, maybe get maybe get that grip solidified a little earlier, and then you know maybe. Maybe, maybe play. You know, again, working on fighting his fight versus yeah. like getting swallowed up and just the the adrenaline of the fight. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's easy to um, to go guns a blazing early on like this, and 
you know, take some hits and still be fine and shake it off and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's going to get old if he, if he keeps going at this pace. And yeah. he's going to have to do something to, to be able to sustain himself. So um, we will see. I, I, I do appreciate his willingness. And uh, I, he, again, I think he'll be naturally forced to. He's going to eat a few. Like, again, see what he learned from that Olivier fight. Because he yeah. definitely, uh, he took- if he didn't get a conky on that one, he, he was on the spectrum of one. Oof. because. He, he looked like t- you with the yeah, you know Rocky Raccoon there. When, you had when that Brash, a couple times. Uh, yeah. My ass there. yeah. No, and I'm not. I'm not saying that yeah, in a no, bad way. No, but for I mean, sure. He took some. Yeah, you he know, took, <clears throat> he took, took a, a beating that day. But he st- man, he stood in there. I was very impressed. Yeah, by no, that for sure. Because yeah. he took a lot. He doesn't. He doesn't have a billboard though. No. Not yet. He, he may. He may by the end of the month or he might maybe mid month. He's we're yeah. March here now. Probably get a free drink anywhere he goes, I'll tell you that. Well, free sure. dinner. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's one way to get on talk, the map. Talk hey, of the town there, boy. Yeah. You get a fight like that, it goes national, oh, yeah. viral, national. I mean, you're going you're gonna to get some eyes on you. He's done that. Yep. So, what else we got? Well, Chris Chelios. Oh, Chelly. One, one of the best American-born players. Um, had his jersey retired in Chicago. Just so happened to fall on the same night as Patrick Kane's return. Yeah. And, of course, he buries the overtime winner. And what a goal, too, hey? Showtime. Makes it look easy. Oh, my I God. He looking behind his shoulder before he, you know, oh, you watch that. It was He's slow. so good. But, but I thought... Uh, they did a great job, man. Chelly played sixteen hundred and fifty-one games wow. in the National Hockey League, man. That's it's insane. Nine hundred forty-eight points. He looks like he'd still play. I know he's in great shape. Our buddy <laughs> O'Brien Obi Obi says if you can't tone it, tan it. Yeah. He tans it he and tones it. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, Chelly, he tans double, it and double whammies that one up. Yep, he's uh, Chelly's a three-time Stanley Cup winner. Yeah. He won a Norris three times. I mean. Unbelievable player, long, long career. Yeah, because he kept himself in yeah, shape. You know, yeah, like 100%. um, he's a pro. He's pretty cool. old yeah. school. Old obviously. school. 
you know. Everybody knows the stories of him riding a bike riding in the, the sauna bike, it out in the morning. Yeah, first yeah. one there, get it out, be a pro. He's got a, he's got a pretty cool uh, list of, like, buddies, too. Eddie Vedder played his... After you know the the, yeah. the post ceremony thing is party, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, like all these guys, of course, pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah, let's see but, what happens when you're a legend. Yeah, it's the truth, man. But congratulations mm-hmm. to Chelly. That's that's it's awesome, man. They retire his number. Yeah, um, cruising out with his mom too. Yeah, you know, in the car. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You said that they gave him a car. I don't know if they gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's ripping around out there. His he old old all of his teammates coming on the ice. Yeah, no, that was cool, man. That was super some, cool. Some um, old legends there, Danny Savard out there. Yeah, do you do any pirouettes? No, no. probably still could. Oh, sure. You know, you know, Caner. You got any Caner stories? Um, well, you know, at the Olympics, I think you saw that video when <clears throat> he sent a video to Elvis a few years ago for his birthday, and he said, uh, he says to Elvis, um. I think I, they call me Showtime. I think you're the new Showtime. He goes, I actually got that nickname from your dad at the 2010 Olympics. But he would come over and he'd put his gloves down and he would, like, squirt the water and put it on him. He's like, what do you want to see? And I'd be like, Showtime. And mm. he's like, so that's how I kind of started doing that. Um, but he's just a good dude, man. I, he, You know, we became good buddies, you know, uh, with the USA stuff and always stayed in touch with him, man. Yeah. And obviously – just as Chris Chelio said, this guy is the best American-born player. Yeah. And I don't think there's a – I don't think you can, like, Excuse argue that. Yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's not bad. Great guy. Yeah. I, I never knew you gave him the nickname Showtime. I mean, I I don't want to sit here and say, oh, I'm the only one that did it, but I used to say that to him, and then that's what he said in the video to Elvis. So, you know, I don't know. I don't want to try to take all the credit. Or something like you get that because he is showtime you get all the credit. he is showtime and that's he just is. the bottom line he's the best how about uh old Connor bedard give him a little little board sandwich there well, yeah well, what's that all about just he's lucky caner didn't grab sat in the tone I, I saw a little interview after the game Did you see that <laughs> no. he's like he was making a joke to the media about uh you know Who's oh you, you know you know bedard's leaning on you and he's like oh yeah he's like lucky to Get mad, scrap. He got the gloves, but oh you know. man, it couldn't have been any better though. What a night, except for Chicago, but for like you know him, Shelly getting all that, and then he scores an OT. Like, like come a on. sickle. Oh, it was awesome, like, man. He, he's yeah. how he's fitting. So good. You could see the fans, like the fan, like the Chicago fans. You would have thought Chicago won. That's it, right? <laughs> that was the greatest up part. In excitement before he even scored. Yeah, just like. Well, how fitting though. Yeah, he's 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 playing really well, Knockwood. And, and I'll tell you what, man, Detroit's playing well. Detroit is playing well. So we'll see what happens. Um our good buddy Jeff Carter just played his thirteen oh, yeah. hundred games. Cartsy. Yeah, no big deal, right? No thirteen hundred games. Like thirteen hundred. It's amazing, man. Congratulations, brother. He's built for the he's built to he be is. a hockey player. Talk about a thoroughbred. Oh my god. I mean, guys, you'd be jealous if you saw this dude. <laughs> cruise down the right the side, rip oh, the man. puck off the wing, look like effortless. Like there's nothing. And just rip it high heat. Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> over your shoulder. Yep. Oh, man. Good yeah, dude. Going strong. Yeah. Yeah, he's going strong. And another friend of ours got his 100th win. Who's that? Anthony Stolars. Oh, no, of course. Stolen Stole a goalie. goalie. That's right. Yeah, what a um, beauty. Good for him, man. He, he's, uh, he's, Doing really well there in Florida. Him mm-hmm. and Bob are look like a great tandem yeah. there. You know, Stoli's picking up the wins when he gets in, and um, 
my good buddy, Coach Bozak, who's at Hollydale, oh, does the Rebels and Elvis and kids everywhere. Like he's uh, he's Stoli's coach, um, so that's cool. One hundred. 100 wins, that's man. A, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So to a guy that was Great told he wasn't going to play again I know. somehow. Yeah. I love Stoli, okay. I'm so glad he's doing well. I am, too. What a great yeah. guy. And he did he's, say he's going to jump on the show with us as well. Yeah, we got to get him on. Um, One guy, I think you've met, Thomas Anderson, the train. Oh, man. if you've met him. He's a beauty. But he just had his one. He just worked his 1,000th game, uh, professional game. And I want to congratulate him because he's a really good buddy of mine. That whole crew down there, Teddy, Joe, Dakota, Chunks, Tink. Uh, but train, uh, throw that video up there, Baller, when you get a minute. Uh, him doing his little crab dance. Oh, this guy's yeah. a beauty. What a uh, can tell some stories, but I, I don't want to. I can't tell him. No. I'd love to, but what a great guy. And. Congrats, bro. Love you, man. He's Thousand down in games. Florida, right? He's a Florida Panthers, Panthers yeah. yeah. And they had a nice little video where all yeah, the boys are yeah. just like, he's the glue. This guy is the glue, Yeah, man. he is. He's, he's a character down in, uh, oh, God. well, what, what do you call those faps? Or what was that? What's the meeting oh, to go P-Hats, to? The P-Hats, yeah. P-Hats, oh, yeah. P-Hats, this he's guy just, a beauty. just wound right up. This guy up was and, in, uh, not Exhibit, uh, Exhibit's He's in a couple videos. He was a TV actor when he was a kid. That's right. He was yeah. on Nickelodeon or, or Disney. I forget what it is. But, I mean, he is just an absolute beauty. And uh, I love the guy. Yeah, he I is funny, him. man. He's awesome. He must keep that locker room loose. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so funny. Uh, but other than that, that's about it, man. Is it? I think so. I got to talk to you about my, uh, my day yesterday. Oh, let's hear it. Play a little pickleball. Oh, First that's time. right. First time, yeah, I went to this bounce pickleball uh, facility in Malvern. Yes. Uh, Let Paul me guess Holmgren. who you went. I was yeah, going to say, Homer. did you go Homer? Well, Homer was the ringleader. Loves it. Uh, actually, uh, Brad Marsh, president of the Flyers alumni, is putting together a pickleball tournament. No way. For the alumni with the pickleball, whatever, Association of America. Yeah, yeah. Of some sort. <laughs> of uh, some sort. In September. So we went down there to do a, a promo. So my first time playing pickleball, and I'll tell you what. You loved it. Loved it. Yeah. We got we got to do a pickleball tournament now. Well, let's do we it. We got to get you out there. Dude. You would love it. You'd be good. I'm, I'm a tennis guy. I, I know you are. You're light, light on your feet. You got some good strategy. I got strategy. I'm telling you, man. It's like I can see why this is. Did the you? Were you afraid sport. to beat Storm? Uh, Stor- were you afraid to beat Homer? No. Was uh, he throwing any elbows? Or no, no, he's pretty. Not he's in the pretty, skate zone basketball league. No, no, he's on the other side of the. the <laughs> he's match on the other side of the net, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. He years ago he would have chased you around. Oh, I know he would. If he got mad. No, he was he tame. Doesn't, he doesn't like to lose. Oh, I know he doesn't. So, 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 of course, he shows up. He's got a cut across his nose here. Hand all bandaged up. Why didn't you take a well, picture oh, of him? Oh, I know. We should have. Well, we might actually. We, ha- we took a group picture so we could actually maybe oh, pull okay. that up and see it and, and, sh- and zoom in on that. Okay. But he's like, I'm like, Homer, what's, what's up? Like, what happened? He's like, fell in pickleball. <laughs> Fell, crushed no, his hand, and then and then he swung with his with his own racket, and then came back across <laughs> and cut his own nose. Come on, yeah. Well, the price to pay to win, Nast. You know, he will do anything. He will anything dive w- out there. Anything to He'll win. Dive. I know. Anything to win. That's right. Him. So, you say uh, anything about the man bun and beard? No, no. I think he's just looking at it. He's just, sick I, of it. I just like, just can't, can't believe how good it looks. He does not <laughs> like the beard. I talked to him about that. He said you were lying about that. No shit. way, man. He was he was eyeballing it. I think he was thinking eyeballing it. Yeah. Like, cut it. If you still worked for him, it would not be there. I think I think he's thinking about growing up. 
He's not. And the man bun pony. Volley, you, you should put a make a picture of <laughs> his beard on Homer. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. No, yeah. yeah, he talks to me about pickleball all the time. Man, I'm telling you, we, we got we got to do it. I want to do we it. Got, we got to do a tournament. We, we got to have some fun. Place right beside us really? here. Yeah, yeah they well, play do it, every man. day. They're out there. Let's do it, man. Because there's there's something there. It's it, it's it's fun. I mean, you talk about you know tapping into that co- competitive spirit without pouring out like a right. shitload of effort, right? I mean, it's there's strategy. Yeah. You know, obviously positioning. Uh, obviously, way less running than tennis. Yeah. Um. More more around the the philosophy around. Uh, ping pong i guess you yeah. could say like less movement but just like the shots just the importance of placement and all that good stuff but yeah i think you'd love it so it was, oh, it was I've, I've played it i played it with elvis and i beat oh, the yeah? shit out of him oh, yeah sure like eight-year-old kid just i, I ran smashed him. a few I was out running. Of him. yeah hit him in the oh, head yeah. a couple times yeah friggy was there the hound marshy homer and uh yeah it was fun That's it was, awesome. yeah it was good good to know like like seriously like the couple guys working with us pickleball pros one guy t- told me he retired from the corporate world loved pickleball so much being a pickleball pro now he's Jesus. playing pro and teaching as a pro at these these facilities wow. and man it's it's cool man it's yeah fun. It I, I can it's see, a lot I can of fun see why people go and, and play yeah it's just like he, I, I get it and um so let's do something so man. we're gonna do it we're gonna I do know it Debo loves pickleball great tennis player well, there you go. Great get him, tennis get him player. Moving. You didn't tell us that ball. Sexual champion. Sexual champion. Whoa, whoa, sectional. Oh, sectional, Se- sectional, sectional. Like calling himself sexual chocolate. I didn't know what oh, he was saying. Father. <laughs> <laughs> father. Father. Debo, sectional champ. I did not know that. We'll have to wow. look that up. Got to find a picture. Check of Debo some stats. Holding the holding the racket. It's got to like be Pete some Sampras. Sort of- Exactly. Look like a little bit like Petey. <laughs> Petey. Not so much Agassi with the long hair. There's but. a good picture of you somewhere with Coatsy in the trophy. I think probably is. Uh, We've got a... <laughs> what are you speaking English today? What'd you just say? Probably is. <laughs> we got to dig it out of the archives. We're going to dig that Let's one out. Let's dig Debo. it out. Debo's alive, baby. Uh, another Flyer alumni event I wanted to mention. Next yes. Friday. Okay. Friday Night Fights. Yes. Our buddy... Matthew Barnaby, Matthew Barnaby, Stu Grimson, uh, Donald Brashear is coming in. Brash, Brash all right. yeah, and then I think um, I think Chief is going to be speaking. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, talking um, and sharing stories. So it's not like formal speaking. It's, right, it's right. sharing stories. I believe Dave Brown, uh, Moose Dupont, and I think Coatsy is going to be emceeing and oh, a couple nice, others there. Nice. So if you guys are around, check it out. Yeah, for sure, we'll be there. Um, where the hell is it? We're gonna we have to post that out there. I think it's yeah. uh it's somewhere in Philly, but we'll make sure that we get the appropriate yes. location. But that should be For fun. Sure. That'll be my awesome. first one. This is the third year they've done it. I've been out of town the last two, so or Matthew on, Barnaby he's been here uh yeah, right? More dates. He's been on uh before. So Yes. Yeah, that'll be, uh, be cool. It'll be fun to hear some old school and stories. My buddy Dave Brown said he would come on the show as well we yeah. just gotta we gotta line that up with him it's just crazy with these schedules but yeah that's gonna be a lot of fun march 8th yeah should be fun then i had a little visit with our friends at indigo dispensary yesterday did now. you yeah our newest sponsor yes indigo dispensary good Wood, people woodlawn new jersey yes woodlawn you've been a couple of times yes i have what do you get when you pop in there i'll get a little uh help for sleep yeah yeah, for my night little assistance. Time. Just helps me stay asleep. Yeah. It's awesome, yeah. Waking up fresh. Wake up fresh. Yeah. Funky fresh. Funky fresh. Yeah. I found these little uh, five milligram capsules. 
little caffeine, caffeine a little caffeine yep. called Go. I had one. A little green tube. Yeah, you liked it. You gave it, me man. one. Yeah, they're really good. Subtle, but effective. Yes. Keep you rocking through the day. Keep you going. Debo might yeah. need to jump on that. Oh, yeah. It's almost nap time. So we're <laughs> looking forward to yeah. keeping this partnership kosher. And yes. Working together and getting you uh, listeners out there a little code. Get you some discounts over. Yes, for sure. Great, great store too, man. It's great, nice it's and awesome. nice and bright, vibrant. Yeah, Good everyone energy. in here is great energy, excited, like happy to help you. It's awesome, great yeah. place, great people. So I think it's that time to ask. No guests today, but we got clear questions. We have clear questions. I believe so. I think Baller's got some well, up his sleeve. The clear questions are brought to you by Clear Rum. Go to clearrum.com/shop. Type in. Nasty 2023. Get 35% off of your order. PA only. Get it in you. It's the best. Hydrate while you dehydrate. Yeah. Strong philosophy. It's the best. Baller, what do you got? Starting us off here, we got D Burns over on Instagram. Burns, you would like to know who would win in a fight? Sam Moran or Matt Rempe? Man, what a question. I think so. Yeah. we were talking about that. Someone was asking me about that the other day. A lot of similarities with, obviously, their length and their reach. That would be a great fight. It would be a good fight. I think just in general it would be a great fight. I would say that Sam had probably learned how to use his size and reach a little bit better than, than Rempe has at this point. At this point, yeah. Um, however, his fearlessness and his willingness might just kind of neutralize that, yeah. you know, that and just him just being an absolute gamer and reckless in there could be just as effective, um, but... Um, yeah, it'd be a good one. Two big boys, um, really hungry big, big boys. Um, I, I'm not sure I could say who would win that one. I think it would be like a minute long, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. barbaric, you know, just bombs both sides. Yeah, that's the way I'd see that one. How would you? That's a that's a great question. That, yeah, yeah, it's funny that that was Burnsy asked that because someone mentioned that to me the other day about yeah. about too bad Sam's not. I know, still right? playing because that would that'd be a great scrap. You gotta pick a winner. Come on, who's well, winning? Well, like he said, I think Sam has fought a lot more. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sam then. If uh, we're picking a winner, I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna. Have I'm just gonna go same. Sam because yeah, more more experience. More experience yeah. and maybe understands how to use his uh, his reach, his wingspan a little bit more. And you know, I've seen Sam lose his shit, and you know, he gets you know mad, mad, and maybe that's not necessarily the best way to fight, but nonetheless, uh, I've seen him. We haven't seen Rimpe get really get mad yet. He's fighting because yeah. you know he's fighting, he's getting ass, but like yeah, I haven't seen him necessarily win either right or, right you know, right i mean yeah like, be like, like destroy someone right or, you know, knock someone down or you know um so and that's okay i mean it's like it comes man he's fighting big boys and you know he's getting street credit but um i think in that one i'm gonna go sam yeah we got brandon mccomsey over on instagram he would like to know what it was like with the hbo 24 7 following the team around leading up to the winter classic and what was your favorite moment of that series well, it was um is actually pretty cool like at first, you know the first day first day or two you're like oh you know you know they're there but you almost and when we had like meetings they're like you'll get used to it you'll you won't even realize you'll just do your own thing and and that's really what happened after a couple of days you just 
they're everywhere. They're all over the place. And you just, just part of staff. It's almost, just, right? it, it really is. And they became that way, which yeah. is cool. We got to know them really well over the two weeks. Um, gr- great guys. And it was just like, you just do your thing. And I could be talking to you about something. Next thing you know, there's a, there's a camera right there. You know, you yeah. just keep talking. You don't even, you just kind of don't even pay attention to it. Uh, really. That is what happens. You don't, they were, all over the place. They did a great job of that too. I've watched, I've rewatched it a few times, but um, probably I guess if the other question was uh, my favorite part. I mean, uh, I don't know. The whole experience was really cool. I'm trying to think if there was one thing that stands out. It would have been nice to win the game. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was done really well, and I guess you know after after Briz did some of his stuff, you know, like he, when he was on, he kind of, you know, told his side, but I mean, it was funny. I remember watching that and it just was thinking, hilarious. well, you know, you're, we watched the, if we were on the road. I think we watched the first episode. I think it was the first episode and he's talking about that and he's got that look and that's how he would be in my office talking to me about shit. It could yeah. be about anything. Yeah. You know? So that was like, really made me laugh. Cause I'm like, man, this is him sitting in my office every day, like telling me stuff and so engaged and like, so into what he was talking about. That was probably one of my favorite things is when I saw that, you know, Briz doing his whole universe. The solar system is so humongous big. But the whole the whole two weeks, whatever it was, was really cool. And they, like you said, they they became like part of the staff, all the camera guys, and, you know, it, it was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, some of those clips, man. I still smirk it when just, just you don't even have to say anything. You just see Briz's face pop up in oh. those clips. And you just you, you know just, you know just his, like the look he has and just yeah, like, I just got to laugh and smile. His eyes are all big. And, yeah. and, and one thing I will say now just popped in my head. Um, I've seen the clip a lot, like on YouTube and and Ballers probably even put it out there. But when we played in Dallas and we were mic'd and uh, Lavi went to leave you know and you take the shortcut staff usually takes shortcut and uh steve ott didn't want him to he's like show some respect and lavi's like basically fuck you pushed him you know just whatever that was that was pretty funny and that was also g's game first game back because he had he had gotten a concussion and All right. he had like three or four points that night and he was he was also mic'd and he's taking that face off ball i'll probably put that up where he says you know, Steve Ott's like, yeah, I'm top five. He goes, no, I didn't say you're bad at it. And he just went yeah, straight right. back. Yeah, such a good clip. We got Anthony Giampalo over on Twitter. Ooh. What's our go-to beverage in the morning? What do you got, Nass? You crushing a clear rum? I do not in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you're not breaking the I don't fast break, with a little clear rum? F- I don't break the fast with a little punch. Clear rum. I usually have a water and a coffee. Water and a coffee, yeah. yeah. Get it in me. Yeah, I like coffee in the morning. Are you uh, remineralizing your water? No, no, I'm not remineralizing <laughs> anything. No lemon. You? No lemon. No. You no know, squeeze a little lemon. I don't there. squeeze a lemon little Himalayan either. pink salt. Nah, no. That. You know, I have it. I like, do have that, but it's just it's, you know you don't want those electrolytes. I don't need them. <laughs> I get those through Gatorade. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't need you have Himalayan pink salt. <laughs> I do have Pedialyte. You yeah. know I do that. I put yeah. that in my drinks. Yeah, you do. You're crushing out the stadium series. I yeah, saw that. I do. Pedialyte. I do it. I you, love, you love hydrating while you dehydrate. I do. That's, I'm why, actually, you, that's why you listen, haven't aged since you are clear, <laughs> clear, <laughs> clear rum has water in it. 
right? So then I add Pedialyte, so I'm really hydrating. Yeah. Because one hydration <laughs> cancels out the dehydration, but then I'm adding another hydration, so I'm actually hydrating. So it's a net gain. You're actually hydrating. See? Now you, you can get it. back at it now. Well, that's why you got Now the, you can start. That's why you don't age. Because uh-huh. you're dehydrated. You're, you're hi- you are hydrated. The, you're not the, dehydrated. The last three years I've had, I'm aging yeah, well. heavily. You don't look it. Oh, I feel it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? I don't know. Even today. Even today. The elements today. Yeah, the elements, yeah. Yeah, a lot the of elements, elements of today. today but battling yeah. the elements, yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's water, lemon, Himalayan. Yeah, no cough. Well, then right after. Yeah, that. of course. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere after, I have a little coffee. Yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, uh, I had coffee today. I went like four or five days with a little coffee there last week, just pausing. So you're like break. super jacked when you have a cup of coffee after four or yeah. five days off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're buzzing. You're like pro. You're like pro. Feeling it. You're like pro. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. Yeah. So uh, we got Leo Barker over on Twitter. Oh, Leo. He's giving you guys two options here. Oh, boy. Would you re-sign Walker and Sealer to team-friendly deals for the next three years or trade them both for good return, prospects, pick, etc.? What are you choosing? Well, you have to know what the prospects are, right? Like, He said good return, so... Okay, well, I mean... They're going to help, help Flyers win a cup? I mean... The one thing is, like, for me, like, I just think a guy like Nick... Nick Sealer, you, you keep. I don't know. I mean, I understand people want him. And, um, and nothing against Sean Walker either. But, if yeah, if you're going to get good returns, of course you want to make those trades. But you you don't know until later, right? But to me, Sealer does so much, man. Like I agree. I agree. Like As a depth D-man, too, toughness. if you kept him for three years. Yeah, I mean, he, if he keeps improving like he is, too. And, um, again, he's a flyer. I mean, it's hard to find those types of guys that keep improving and good team guys. I mean, I might split down the middle and if there was, you know, an option to split down the middle and keep seals and, you know, in the, in this analogy here, um, because I think he's, those guys are hard to come by. You they know? really and, are, and, man. And just, they're good team chemistry guys. And It took him a and, while and he, to get there, too. 100%. And, and, and he would be a good guy that if, you know, the Flyers, as they get better, you know, if he needs to be you know, moved down a slot and be, you know, be a depth guy. He's got the right point, attitude. He's got the right I mean, attitude to be Not that to guy. say Sean Walker doesn't, yeah. but if I had to, I, I that's a great question. Like, yes, if you're going to get great returns... Yeah, then yeah. Then, I guess you do it, but like to me, I, I just feel like a guy like Seals is so fuck. He's he's pretty important. Yeah. Um, as a guy because he's not expensive. He plays yeah. his bag off. Plays he's willing off. to get his yeah. bag run over. Oh yeah. To win do a anything. Game. Yeah. And he fights for guys yeah. like. You want your young guys around a guy like that exactly. I mean. But um, that is that is a great question. I I would say I guess I'd like to split it down the middle too and keep one of them, but. Maybe they don't. Maybe they feel like they're going to get good returns, and hopefully they do if they move them. You think that is it, a great question. Yeah, it is. You think if the Flyers could have got Chris Tanev straight up, Nick Sealer, they would have taken for him? Sh- for, <laughs> for Tansy? Yeah, <laughs> they probably would have done that. They might have done that. They might have done that. Yeah. One. Price I think is so. right. And Price is right. Sale. But, uh, yeah, they, they didn't. <laughs> didn't pull the trigger this time. I don't, I don't think Danny would get offered enough. You know, for yeah, for Tansy. But, yeah, you know, but I, I I do like seals and I like Walker too. But yeah, um, 
It's a great question because it makes you think, you know. Yeah. And it makes you also, it kind of leads to what we've talked about before is, are they going to do anything besides yeah. move guys to bring, you know, future yeah. um, players in or whatever, you yeah. know, the prospects or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting, man. Yep, we will see. Matt Borst oh. over on Twitter. Tell Borst. me something I don't know about Ed Snyder. Oh, man, you've got way more stories about I mean, Ed than I do. I mean, geez, where do you even begin? Yeah, I mean, great man, family-oriented guy, obviously, which I think everybody knows that. That's why the Flyers are such a family. Um, something you don't know about him. Uh think i've talked about before he liked to drive fast yeah he yeah. has cool cars he always had rock and roll blair and i thought that was cool um man i don't mean basically you've heard everyone say nothing but great things about him i i i think i told the story a while back about when he called me up to his office and um we we're talking about equipment not that i didn't think he knew a lot about hockey equipment football equipment for that matter because he you know had something to do with the eagles years ago and he had had a old leather helmet mm. which is really cool but i went up there thinking well i'm going to explain this stuff to him and he man he knew a lot of what i was saying and and he made great points because he was trying to get involved with the league and, and gary bettman with all the concussion issues how yep. the guys are getting bigger faster his idea was that adding the extra padding to the shoulder remember they had the rule where the yep. league came in you had to add it to the elbows and the shoulder pads and he's like, I think it's hurting because back in the day we didn't have as many because the shoulder guys weren't as like not going to go flying into the glass right. as much because your shoulder's going to get dropped down you right. know, two inches. Yep. Uh, but he had a lot of great ideas about that. Um, I may have talked about that before, but just such a smart, smart guy, man. Yeah. Knew the game and knew knew seemed to know everything about it. To be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> Not gonna hear us say anything bad about that man. Yeah. He treated us awesome. Yeah, you know. And I think, like you know, above and beyond all that, like he believed in what he was doing so much, like right from the start, like building the Flyers and bringing it, this the team to Philly. Like I forget where I had heard it or read it or seen it on a documentary of some sort, but he essentially like leveraged his house, like, yeah. like everything he had. It's to bring the team, I think yeah. I, I th it had something to do with. I don't know if it was lease or he needed money, and he right. like he yeah. like whatever he did there. Like he, he, it's uh, it shows you like how much he cares and like how how much he believes in himself and yep. his vision to be able to do that. And then obviously once he 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 got the team in place and everything, yeah, um, wrapped up. He uh, just what he did in in the sport and how he. Brought He's the best the, owner, yeah. I think, the Flyers on the the global map, not just right. like in, yeah. in the West here, but um, yeah, man, you so much to learn from a guy like that because he's just like talk about believing in yourself and believing in a, in a vision and an idea and and pursuing it to the you know basically to to the death of you, right? Yeah, you want right. to give up like everything for it. And so, um, yeah, nothing but respect for what yep. he he's done for for hockey in the city, for sure. Props. Big Ed. All right, we got one more. All right. This is from The Real Coomsey over on oh, Instagram. Coomsey. Which current or former player, in Nasty's opinion, has the nastiest or just plain horrible tattoos? 
Comsey, what are you asking me right now? Nastiest any, any, tattoo. Any teardrops floating around the league? Didn't see any tears. No. <laughs> no. Did not. I hope, I hope we don't. No. <laughs> if it really means what they say it means. Um, bad, bad tattoo. <laughs> you know what? I would say it was nasty. I just thought it was a little different. Remember Bruno St. Jacques? Yeah. He got like. He got a tattoo on his lower back, and I remember the guys kind of... old target? Yeah, gave him shit. You know, they're like, dude, like, that's, lower that's back where tats. girls get tats. You know, like the old yeah. stamp, whatever. Um, <laughs> I remember getting a lot of shit for that. I was back in the day. I mean, it was a good tattoo. It was fine. It you was probably covered it up with a full mural. Just like, <laughs> His whole back. His whole back. Out. Just cover up. Like Buck Cherry. It's, it's yeah. all. It's all. Uh, no, but um, I'm trying to think. I don't remember anyone having like ugly tats or anything like that. I just thought that one actually st- sticks out in my mind just because guys were kind of all over him about it. Yeah. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah. <laughs> No, you wait, you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh that's about man, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. To be honest with you. Our good buddy Grant Garcia got a flyer statue put on his back one night when he was loaded. Yeah. Yeah. How did that turn out? It was a little messy. Was it? it looked like Debo drew it. Did you ever see the uh the tat that I did on Gemma? That was a tough one. That's a tough looking one. We got a baller to pull that one up. Oh, God. Can look weathered. What? Our Man. buddy Jeff Gemma. <clears throat> he was trying not to scream. Oh, my God. I was pressing real hard. I know. Well, I didn't have the softest of hands, Ness. No, you, know you didn't there. <laughs> or there, or anywhere, I for that he, matter. Gemma always says, <clears throat> I, they call me Gentle Gemma. It's like a kitten licking you. I said, yeah. Was it like that when Riles tattooed you? He yeah, says, no. That thing is scarred right up. You, like, you, like. Thought you were giving him a real needle. You tried to push it through his no. fucking arm. Yeah, man, I was I was watching that video not too long ago. Actually, Gemma came in for the alumni. Yeah, game. I know, and I missed him. I had I breakfast him. with him the next day, and uh, I was uh, pulling up the YouTube video of me tatting him for my for my girls. Yeah, Kinsley yeah. And Kaya, so they could see it. And man, did it look swollen. Oh. Talking about my neck and face <laughs> and like everything. I was like. <laughs> Swallowed. Oh, I, w- I wonder if our I don't buddy. Know what the hell I swallowed? I wonder if our buddy Seth will let me give him one since Gemma let you Let's give do him it. one. Let's we'll do it. Because I, I keep. We've been do the double skull logo right on his, b- under his calf or something. <laughs> yeah, Seth, we're coming to we're you. Coming. We're gonna get. We're gonna video that. Let me give you a little tatsy. <laughs> I got softer man. You do. Yeah, it would look a little better, but I'm just kidding. Gonna pull that one up. Yeah, it's pretty for ugly, sure. But it was fun. Cool. Experience. So Combsy, I. The only thing I think of is Bruno St. Jacques. I don't remember anyone having, like, terrible tattoos. I mean, but uh, I guess that's my answer. Yeah, if you think of one, we'll yeah. have to release it in the next pod or so. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a wrap here, Nass. That's it, buddy. A little different episode today, yep. 149, just you and I. Yeah, we'll be laughs. back next week. Yeah, we'll we be gotta... back. Got a couple uh, awesome guests yep. in the pipe, so... Be sure to tune in next week for 150. Can you believe that, Ness? No, I can't. 150, wow. What do the listeners got to do? Make sure, yeah, make sure you like, subscribe to all of our platforms and watch us and listen and 
Ask us questions. Do whatever you want. Yeah. We Anything love else? you guys. Anything else? A little tickle, too? Or what? If you want to get tickled. <laughs> Dude. A little tickly. Yeah. All right, knuckleheads. Until next week, stay safe. See ya. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.